Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different. Different. This is NOCO FM. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Corbin vs. the World. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow on this, our second weekend of September, Friday the 13th, and a full harvest moon to boot for extra spooky points. If you picked up a Necronomicon this summer at a flea market or a garage sale, this would be the time to use it to raise from the dead or any other weird hell-based ideas. Maximize your spooky bucks. It's an event so significant that apparently Bauhaus decided they were going to get back together and play some reunion shows. So big on them. I would love to go see those shows, but they're going to be like a thousand spooky bucks. And I have to save up all of my spooky bucks for the Halloween season, you see. So I'm trying to be thrifty in that way. So what I would normally do is give you my lecture about werewolf safety, which is what I usually do on my full moon episodes. But there is something much more vile and insidious in this country that I must address. It is, of course, the vaping epidemic that we have been hearing about ad nauseum for the last two weeks. Apparently, vapes have been raving and roaming the country in wild gangs, killing and pillaging at their will. But in real talk, like, hundreds of people have ended up in the hospital and a few people have died from mysterious lung illnesses that are apparently brought on by the vaping. And unfortunately, Dr. Gregory House isn't available for this episode, so we're going to have to get to the bottom of it ourselves. And I first want to spend this time and congratulate the vaping industry. Good job, guys. You have your first legitimate moral panic, so you are now a legitimate industry in America. Good job. Because uh, as soon as you start getting think pieces about you, about how you're eroding the soul and fabric of America, that means you're really making a difference. So good job. And I wish the best of luck to your lobbyists who are no doubt arm wrestling the shit out of tobacco lobbyists, which is a fun I think actually that can make a really fun sequel for Thank You for Smoking, where you take up with Aaron Eckhart's character like two decades later, but now he has to fend off. Like he's already feeling like the wear and tear of old age, but now he has to deal with like some young upstart vaping executive played by like Jesse Eisenberg or some shit. And I think that would make for a really satisfying arc. I'm going to be honest, I, I saw a poll recently because I was very skeptical of this whole, you know, vaping thing in Mahonk. But apparently, like, a quarter of high school students have admitted to using vaping products in the last 90 days, which is kind of a mind-boggling statistic. I didn't think, like, even a quarter of kids smoked cigarettes at my school uh, when I was in high school. So I guess we reached, like, peak anti-nicotine from, like the 90s to like 2010. So good job. We had a good run, about 20 years. So all those anti-smoking PSAs kind of worked, but they weren't prepared to stand up to the appeal of vaping. And I don't get why kids are into it exactly. Again, I was really skeptical about it until a conversation I had a couple years ago when I was in service industry purgatory. And uh, I was 
talking to a coworker who was in high school at the time. She was talking about how excited she was to be able to get a vape when she turned 18. And I was like, oh, that's strange. I didn't know that you smoked cigarettes. And she goes, oh, I don't. And at that point, I got very, very confused. And yeah, apparently it's a huge thing amongst the young people now. And I don't understand it. It's not like it's a really popular thing in movies. It's not like Keanu Reeves and John Wick like exterminated like 20 fools and then like blew off like a huge cloud, like a Gilded Age factory. Like I don't see where the kids are finding the, the role models for it necessarily. And maybe they're just coming to it of their own volition because it's always, always the young teen directive to find the most repulsive suicidal thing possible. So I guess vaping is the next thing. Good for them and good for the vaping industry as well for their new headway into the economic market. Best of luck to you. I, of course, have no skin in this game. I quit smoking a couple years ago, so I'm enjoying all of this from afar. I know that Donald Trump is calling for a ban on flavored e-cigarettes, and quite frankly, I'm in support of it because I think that if if e-cigarettes are trying to serve as a legitimate alternative to cigarettes, then I think they should be on an even playing field as well from a taste standpoint because all cigarettes in general taste like smoke except for menthols which taste like minty smoke and i feel like vape should have the same kind of unappealing taste if they're still filled with nicotine which is still a bad bad thing because addictive things are bad bad i think at least according to all those psas that i saw as a kid that have been hammered into my brain forever anyway i've got a whole bunch of lovely tunes to play for you today this is the first of many this is Future Teens and their song Frequent Crier. Just like the one you made for me. It's just like you to keep us warm. Even after I up and
Cause you won't let me pay it back for a vacation I didn't take. And it's been two years to the day I'm sick of crying in the shower. Crying in a traffic jam.
He looks so good, my honey to me. Everything I want, everything I need, we got a good thing going. Feeling in my heart can only keep on growing. Too good to be true.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Frequent Crier by Future Teens, followed up by Gender Roles and their song Always. And finally, we had Charlotte Hatherley and her song Kim Wild. And now that we're back, I need to tell you about a new, very important development on the fast food video game dating sim chain. Did you know that that was a market that existed? Neither did I. But apparently the big brains at KFC have hatched a new game that will be totally free to download on Steam. The game is called I Love You Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator. And that is going to be available faux free on Steam in two weeks. And you bet your sweet batoot that I am going to give this one a sadism run. And I'm going to blog all about it on the Corbin versus the World blog. I'm very excited about it. But apparently it's done in the style of uh, Japanese anime style dating sims, which are an absolute real thing. But I'm sure you already knew about that. You are a listener to my show, so you probably know all about the cursed internet. But in the game, you play a culinary student where you befriend a young, dashing Colonel Sanders who is working to perfect his recipe of 11 sacred herbs and spices. And so apparently you have to navigate all of the nuances of relationship and intrigue and build menus. And apparently you have romantic rivals. And uh, in true Japanese anime fashion, there is a professor that is also a dog. So there's really something in there for the whole family. And honestly, I don't really know how you can compete with that if you're another fast food uh, industry. I know that Wendy's Twitter is pretty formidable, but that is really nothing compared to a full-on dating sim of your company mascot. And honestly, I feel like KFC is really the only one who could get away with it, maybe Burger King. Burger King has a little bit of leeway with that too. But I think that the Burger King video game could actually be a real-time strategy game where it would be like Age of Empires, where you're building up your burger kingdom and you have to send your burger soldiers to go like fuck up the grilled chicken nation like to the to the south and then like the fish sandwich people to the north. And I think that's a really good game idea. Burger King, you should hire me for that. But anyway, be on the lookout for me blogging about that game in the very near future. I'm going to kick you to some Motunes. This is Pompoco. I've played them on the show previously, but they have a new song out, and it's so good. Uh, it's called Leg Day. <laughs>
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Pompoko in their new song, Leg Day. Next, we had Janelle Al Japon in their song, The Other Side. And finally, we had 5K HD in their song, Anthem. It was a little bit of a tumultuous political week as well. John Bolton has joined the ranks of fallen Trump administrative officials. Uh, I think his mustache is still there collecting checks up until the end of the month. I do believe, and I'm going to be honest, of all the people dismissed from Trump's administration, I'm the happiest to see John Bolton leave. I feel like the doomsday clock actually went in reverse on that move, so uh, I guess this is one of those blind pig finding a truffle deals with the Trump administration. A rare good decision on their part. Well done. Speaking of good separations, the Palins are finally getting a divorce. I would have pegged it like five years earlier, but I guess Todd had a little bit more durability in him and he wanted to stay together for the sanctity of gob and twig and prig and poop and whatever the rest of their like kids' names are. So good on them for ending that political charade. I can only imagine how emotionally taxing and soul-crushing it must be to be a politician's spouse. So well done, Todd. I'm sure you're having your Shawshank Redemption moment now. Also, the House has been making more moves toward maybe possibly contemplating what impeaching Trump might look like. And I think that this is a good uh, little baby ballet step in the right direction. And maybe if they time it just right, they can have the impeachment proceedings ready just in time for the election. So that would be dope. Anyway, I'm going to play you some more tunes. This is Hearts Hearts and their song Icarus. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Hearts Hearts and their song Icarus, I Feel a Change. Next we had Beach Baby and their song Big Wow. And finally we had The Big Moon and their song It's Easy Then. So we are just closing out this episode of Corbin versus the World. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to listen 
Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Corbin versus the world and also on NOCO FM. Also tune in to the new and improved NOCO FM stream with music specifically curated by me, your best friend and hero. Also make sure to check out the Corbin versus the world blog. I'll have that recap of the KFC dating simulator up there as soon as the game is out, I'm sure. But right now I have a pretty good uh, review of Midsummer up there, as well as part one of my previews of the Democratic primaries. Part two will be coming up after I get around to watching these debates that are happening as I speak. And I'm so upset that I'm not watching all of the possible faux pas at this given moment. Anyway, I'm going to be closing out this episode with a song by Daniel Johnston, who unfortunately passed away earlier this week. If you've got the free time, also try and check out the movie The Devil and Daniel Johnston, which is an excellent documentary all about the singer-songwriter and his influence and his struggles with mental illness. So this will be Daniel Johnston. Followed up will be a song by Jeffrey Lewis and finally Jonathan Richman. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of Corbin vs. the World. My name is Corbin David Albaugh. I will catch you next week. Appreciate you. and I'll tell a story about an artist growing old some would try for fame and glory others aren't so bold everyone and friends and family saying hey get a job why do you only do that only? Why are you so odd? We don't really like what you do. We don't think anyone ever will. It's a problem that you have. And this problem's made you ill. Listen up and I'll tell a story About an artist growing old Some would try for fame and glory Others aren't so bold The artist walks alone Someone says behind his back got his gall to call himself that he doesn't even know where he's at the artist walks among the flowers appreciating the sun he does this all his waking hours but is it really so wrong They sit in front of their TVs Saying, hey, this is fun And they laugh at the artist 
saying he doesn't know how to have fun. The best things in life are truly free. Singing birds and laughing bees. You got me wrong, says he. The sun don't shine in your TV. Listen up and I'll tell a story About an artist growing old Some would try for fame and glory Others aren't so bold Everyone and friends and family Saying, hey, get a job Why do you only do that only? Why are you so odd? We don't really like what you do. We don't think anyone ever will. It's a problem that you have. And this problem's made you ill. Listen up and I'll tell a story About an artist growing old Some would try for fame and glory Others just like to watch the world Babysitter said I was really smart When the lights went out, everything changed The radio music made me feel strange And I had a real bad dream about a gorilla in the bathroom And back when I was six, I took everything real serious And I thought that every song that came on the radio Was referring to strange sexual acts Because they thought I wouldn't know the facts And being small was hard and no one ever tells you how And back when I was eight, I would sit outside on an old milk crate And look out at the world from the stoop across the street The boom boxes and the hot concrete And every Halloween they hung a million rubber skeletons across 9th Street And back when I was 12 or so, I swear to God I never felt so low Everyone but me was making out and eating cookies I had more than my brain could stand I threw my life in a garbage can I felt so weird I had to disappear And crying suicide disease And at 15 getting stoned felt good And it sent me back to childhood Had nothing ever mattered to me more than that But then 16 became eclipsed My brain became apocalypse I was lost and found And I've never been the same And back when I was 22, I left the best thing that I knew And I gave it up for fortune and for fame 
I played like I didn't know how I shocked the world, I wowed the crowd But I deserved more than what they gave Back when I was 27 Still nothing had been forgiven Clay turns into rock and rock just sits So sitting on a crowded beach I'd pretend I was a leech And I'd stick to things here and there For a little bit And back when I was 31 I knew I'd become what I'd become Nothing left to reveal And there was nowhere else to turn So shocked and withered, dumb and bitter And in need of a babysitter I'd gladly let my hand fall off And burn, burn, burn Back when I turned the big 4-0 I realized just how much there was to go And I started to think being alone forever Wasn't where it was at So I took my head out of the window And taught myself how to love real fast I started talking about painting With the woman in the laundromat And back when I was 50 And my first wife had just left me I felt okay and I sang my daughter funny little songs And just when I thought the best was past I fell in love for real at last And it didn't even matter that it had taken me so long And back when I was 63 the public rediscovered me My comic books and albums had all become rare cult collector items And both my parents were deceased so they didn't see my records get re-released And I got a dog for the first time in my life and back when I was 74, my dog died and I got two more I still felt really good about my daughter and also about my girlfriend And I would sing and draw a little bit, but mostly I would just wake up early and sit And hang out with the puppies and wish that I could live forever And back when I was 87 and my grandson had just turned 11 My woman was dead and my dogs were getting pretty old my body didn't work quite like it should, but overall things were pretty good. I was getting decent royalties from the reissued comic books and records. And back when I was 106, my only friend was one goldfish. Everyone I ever knew was dead and gone. And the goldfish never had a name. And the neighbors thought I was insane And I flushed it down the toilet when I saw it floating upside down And back when I was 128 I'd sit outside on an old mill crate And look out at the world from the stoop across the street The boom boxes and the hot concrete And every Halloween they hung a million rubber skeletons across 9th street Every Halloween they hung a million rubber skeletons Every Halloween they hung a million rubber skeletons Every Halloween they hung a million rubber skeletons Your sense of humor has 